Uh, a little tired today. A little tired when we're recording this one. But we got a good episode coming up. Let's see if Shane can give a little pick-me-up here with the cold open as well. Take it away. Roads closed. Pipes frozen. Albinos virtually invisible. The Weather Service has upgraded Springfield's blizzard from Winter Wonderland to a Class 3 kill storm. No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Uh, Shane didn't have the enthusiasm of Kent Brockman, but he nailed it. Because as we're recording this in the Toronto area, we got hit with a big snowstorm the night before. And uh, things quite... Man, like I couldn't even take my poor doggies for a walk. They got little legs last yeah, night. Freezing rain right now, too. It was yeah. Right now, as we're recording, it's freezing, freezing rain. But I was taking them for a walk last night, and we could only go so far. They got there with their wee little sticks. The snow was bigger than 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 they were, so we had to call it a a quick night. And uh, yeah, and then I broke my back shoveling part of the driveway today. So it's been a great day, great twenty four hours, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Shoveling that's part of uh, living in a house is that driveway just fills up with snow periodically. Yeah. People in California have no idea what we're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, people in California, in Spain, uh, uh, Texas. Australia, Texas, um, some of them other southern redneck states, they, they, they don't know what we're talking about. They're just enjoying their, their alternating sunny and raining weather with lots and lots of lightning. I think that's this time of the year. Maybe it's a little bit later. I'm not entirely sure, but I know they get a lot of rain and sunshine and it keeps going back <laughs> and forth. Um, we got a good one though today. Like I said, off the top, we got a, a very good one. One. My that, name is Otto. And yeah. And I like to get. Finish mm-hmm. it. Finish it. Oh, oh what? Huh? Finish it. Oh, I want to say name, like stoned. No, he, yeah. my name, my name is Otto and I like to get, remember what he says? I'm blanking at the moment under pressure. He, he just, I like to get blato. Oh um, yes. Yeah. So get blackout drunk. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It, we, we do get the auto show here and it's, this is a weird episode in the sense that take a look at where we are in the overall universe of the Simpsons, right? We're coming towards the end of season three and think of those who've had individual episodes as they've kind of expanded the universe, right? We've had Krusty's been featured yep. in a couple Burns had Verkaufender Kraftwerk this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are very few who've actually had their own. The fact that auto, gets his own episode before Smithers. Uh, Wiggum hasn't really had a dedicated episode. Um, we don't even really know the Wiggum family at this point. Uh, it's not even really established that Ralph is Wiggum's son. Uh, Barney, uh, you know, they've made a couple of appearances here and there, but they haven't had a dedicated episode. This one, we find out a whole heck of a lot about Otto, and we get a pretty cool um, group appearance as well from Spinal Tap. Uh, Otto, Otto's last name, some quick trivia. You know what Otto's last name is? Uh, Tato? No, it's man. Otto uh, man. So when, when, Bart, nice. when, when Bart actually says Otto man, he, he's saying Otto's full name. The writers wanted to name him Otto mechanic, but then they ended up just coming up with Otto man, which I think is much better. Otto mechanic. Oh, okay. Uh, did he ever, you know what, as a throwaway joke, it's probably too late now, obviously, but they should have just made him work as a mechanic for a bit. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Would have been like an inside done, joke with the writers. Yeah, they could have done that, uh, you know, when he loses his license in this episode. Mm. Maybe that could have been his his crappy job and he gets fired instantly for being late or something. Um, yeah. I love so me we, some auto, though. 
yeah, yeah. I, I love a lot of Otto because he's that kind of burned out stoner that I think all of us know. We all went to high school with one of these people who are kind of like Otto. Look like what's your Otto. one of your favorite Otto lines? Um, it might be the I well I loved it a lot when I was a kid. The one where you know his his landlord does lock him out and he says. Uh, Otto says, can I go get my stuff? And then he says, all I found in there was a jar of mustard and a couple old psycho magazines. And Otto, wow, I had mustard. I love that line when I was a kid. Um, I do like the fact too, that he has the, uh, the cover band when he's supposed to, um, yes, yeah, yeah, that's good. get married to Becky later on. Uh, that's like just a generic eighties cover band. who can't figure out who they actually are a tribute to. <laughs> that's a good that's- episode too with Otto. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. What about you? Whoa, this house has windows. I don't know if I can afford this place. <laughs> that is that is pretty good too. Or when they come back and he's squatting in there. And yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Otto's got some great moments because he is a character in itself that is kind of like a real life representation of the kind of group of people that are just basically burned out stoners, right? Um Yeah, those people do exist. And they are well resent- represented in Otto. Yes, yes, they are indeed. And we get, uh, this, this one's kind of a weird tie-in with Spinal Tap uh, coming in this episode. Um, have you seen the movie? This is Spinal Tap. No. You've never seen, oh, okay. It's a great document. Well, it's a mockumentary, or as they call it, a rockumentary in the movie. Some great lines, great misdirections. Uh, Harry Shearer, who does the voice of Skinner and Burns and, and whatnot, he plays the bass player in the movie, Derek Smalls. So that's how Spinal Tap kind of got their way in here. Because at this time, uh, so they're not a real band, but in the movie, they're a real band, right? They have this whole fictionalized history that they they present as real. And when this came out in 92, they actually had a song, an album coming out at the time. That's kind of like a, uh, this was about eight years after the movie had come out. So they were kind of trying to, you know, publicize that in a fun way. And Fox was pretty pissed at the Simpsons staff because they're like, guys, we have to spend a bunch of money to get the rights to songs that are from a fake band, like a, they're real fake, whatever you want to call them, when we could have done that for something else, you know, a real band or a real guest star mm-hmm. or a real band in general. And so they, um, yeah, they they were kind of pissed off at it. It turned out pretty cool. Some people thought the storyline was kind of shoehorned in, but they don't overtake the episode and the contributions. This is the only time Spinal Tap ever... Um, worked off of a script too. Everything else they ever did, including the movie was improv straight improv. Oh, they're that must absolute... have been hell to edit. Oh, I bet. Uh, but they're, there's some geniuses, uh, in, at play here, including Harry Shearer himself. I did invite Sherry here, Harry, Sherry here, Harry Shearer to be on this episode. Um, his people did not get back to me. Mm. I'm assuming because they want us canceled. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot put into this. There was a nice little promo poster made. It doesn't really make sense because it's Homer with the band and Homer's wearing a gray t-shirt that he has never worn and he doesn't actually see the band in the episode. It would make more sense. I guess because more people like Homer than Otto, I suppose, just to get people to watch the episode. Uh, but you could have put Bart in. He's the one who actually goes to the That's Spinal Tap show, right? Yeah. yeah. I did put a Where poll Where was the marketing there. team on that one? Yeah, figure it out, marketing team. What are you guys doing there? Um, you were able to get Spinal Tap and then you kind of bungle the poster slightly. But if uh, if I were to um, pick my favorite Spinal Tap album because they have like that whole background of fake albums, mine would probably be Shark Sandwich. Um, I gave a, a, a poll 
uh, on Simpsons underscore EBE at our Twitter page. What is your favorite Spinal Tap album? So at the it, it's a tie right now at the time of recording. It'll go on for a little bit longer by the time this comes out. Uh, Shark Sandwich and Break Like the Wind are tied for the top spot, followed by... Oh, guys, um, get on that. Break that tie. Break that tie, because Intravenous de Milo and Smell the Glove are next uh, in, in line. Great. I love the, the album Shark Sandwich, because in the movie... Uh, Rob Reiner plays the the kind of like the the guy who's doing the documentary about the band, right? And so he's talking about all their albums, and he's like, "Well, because they're kind of like the joke is they're washed up British rock stars." And he goes, uh, "You know, and and the album for your review, Shark Sandwich, uh, there was one that was just two words. Somebody just said shit sandwich. I, I oh man, I love that line. The whole that whole movie is absolutely brilliant. I highly suggest that you go watch that. And any any of you." out there listening right now. If you haven't seen Spinal Tap, the movie, there's another one coming out apparently actually and it's the process is ongoing, but the first one is absolutely. What would you name the sequel? Um, uh, well, spinal, see, spinal Taps. No, I, I probably, I want to do something with the album because. Oh, the, so the, the, the album I'm going on a bit of Spinal Tap history here, but in the movie, the, the album that they're promoting on their, their latest tour is Smell the Glove. And they're making fun of kind of glam metal and rock band and their misogynistic ways. I think they're really poking fun at Scorpions. But the album cover for Smell the Glove that they want is a woman in a, a naked woman in a dog collar whose hand whose head is being pushed into a glove that's being smushed into her face by a man. And the record company won't allow that. So instead they go they, they flip on the, the Beatles uh, white album and something Metallica would actually do with the black album and just go for a pure black album and there's nothing on it. And so one of the, the Nigel, the guitar players looking at it says, how much more black could this be? The answer is none, none more black. So I, I do like Spinal Tap. How much of a sequel could this be? None, none more sequel, something like that. But that's a little bit too long. Um Okay, I'm going way too far. Into my, I love because I, I love the movie. I love the whole the whole shtick of it. I had no I, idea you were so involved in Spinal Tap. That's oh cool. man, the, the fact that it makes fun of so many rock and roll tropes uh, and whatnot—absolutely brilliant from Harry and Michael McKean and all the guys who came up with that one. And their performances in it are just fantastic. Absolutely great, great movie. Um, the episode though, because it kind of goes from it kind of goes from focusing on Bart to for the first half from what I remember to focusing on auto toward the end. And then it has a really good ending. It has a really, an ending that really makes sense. And I, I love it for that because uh, the end, sometimes the endings as we've seen in season two and three, the episodes go up and then are down like a roller coaster. And the, the third act kind of sucks. Right. So yeah. I, rem- I remember being very happy about this one. This is when my dad and I watched, together uh quite a lot because uh he loved this one as well because he was a big spinal tap fan and and whatnot and there are some more rock and roll tropes in this episode by spinal tap so this for me huge nostalgia bias this might be one of my biggest nostalgia bias factors of the season or even what we've the series in general up to this point i'm giving this one a 9.4 lots of warm memories for me i remember lots of little gags and little jokes so it gets a very very high rating for me going into this one now as someone like you who've, who's never seen the movie yeah and and just you're more focused i'm assuming on the bart and auto storyline what are you going in for your pre-rating 
Uh, I do like me some Otto. Yeah, he's one of my favorite side characters. Um, I'm going to go in with a 7.8, uh, which I guess is kind of low considering how high yours is. But maybe it's because I'm not super involved in Spinal Tap. Uh, maybe, but that's even, that's even relatively low compared to mm. uh, some of your... Um, some of your other ones, like uh, even in uh, Dog of Death, you started with a 7.8. You ended with a 7.8. You've, you've been dead on accurate for your last three. You went a 7.8 for sure. Dog of Death, finished with yeah. that. 8.5 uh, with Colonel Homer and an 8 for um, Black Widower. So you've been, you've been pretty on the nail. Your bias, nostalgic bias, hasn't really overtaken what the episode actually brings to the table. So let's see if mm-hmm. Shane is right in this one. Maybe he'll have to bump it up. Maybe he doesn't like it that much at all. We'll see. Let's get on to the auto show. I love this episode. Shane had a quick clip. We were, we were testing the audio for the actual episode as we watch. And, oh, man, even just the, the little quick thing of Millhouse uh, gets me. Let's see what we got for the chalk fork egg. I will not spin the turtle. That's not bad. Mm, poor turtle. Yeah, they've never... Had a turtle specifically in that classroom before. Willie tries no. to save them later on, but... Turtles are a good classroom pet, though. They live quite a long time. They are. They but are the whole indeed. point of classroom pets is kind of teaching your class about mortality. Oh, I thought it was about taking care of animals and having responsibility. Uh, coupled with mortality, I would say. Yeah. Shane, always thinking about the mortality side of things. I'm just saying. Like, you get a um, hamster, it's going to live, like, two, three years. Opposite of mortality, though, this episode came out <laughs> April 23rd, 1992, meaning it was five days after I got born, meaning this was the first oh. episode that ever played, ever aired after as I was in the world. Um, nice. I don't think my dad would have watched it live, but I know he, as I said in the beginning, he loves this one. Reused couch gag with Santa's little helper growling. Um, maybe they were just focused too much on how they were going to write Spinal Tap in. But Shane, this is the top song in the UK mm. by a band that I had no idea had more than even just one song. Okay. It was, uh, you're never going to get this. It's Deeply Dippy by wow, Right Said name. Fred. Is that one person? No, Right Said Fred is the, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the band it is I'm Too Sexy. Uh, okay, okay. So, man, some great visual gags here already. Okay, pause it for a second here. Pause it. Where, where are we in the episode right now, Shane? So overall, we're what? A minute? Yeah, we're like a minute 54. Minute 54. And a lot of that is part of the intro. We had Bart with the shirt gag of, of uh, Spinal Tap's world tour that only has four places. They were in London, Paris, Munich, and Springfield. That's it. Um, Homer's old 70s jacket where he pulls out the Billy beer. And the whole we elected the wrong Carter because of Billy Billy Carter's stupid beer, and then Homer not being able to hear because of the his, his ears basically being blown out. Great, great start. We are just basically in the the actual episode that's played. It's like been 30, 40 seconds of the actual episode. Fantastic start. All right, let's get back to it. I hear you. Come on, boy. <laughs> in other Spinal Tap news, Mayor Quimby honored the aging supergroup in a ceremony at City Hall. I guess you could say he was trying to tap into the spines of the young voters, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, let's play the tape. 
Nice crappy pun that you could definitely see radio DJs play hey, or sound. It cost me 50,000 Bazooka Joe comics. <laughs> Those are so useless. Why would anybody take that? Man, he must have chewed a lot of gum. Boy, some of the best times I've ever had were in the backseat of a car. <laughs> Beautiful misdirection here. Oh, oh baby. When I first got my car, sometimes I'd just drive out to the lake. My first car when I was in high school, and I'd just go Buy sit a by pizza. the lake. All right, it's something like an ice cream or something. That could be us, Nick. Could be. So that's Harry Shearer on the far on the far left. If you're watching along with it, Derek Smalls is the guy with the handlebar mustache and long black hair. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> The frisbee guy. Say guys, I wonder if you'd mind recording a couple of promos for us. Well, like what? Uh, maybe you could say Look at that old school oh, recorder Bill and Marty like had too. Well, we don't know that, do we? What if somebody rocks as good as you? Or better. I mean, we don't want to look stupid. Okay, we can respect that. How about <laughs> rock a doodle doo? You're listening to Bill and Marty. Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. But that's good, yeah. I just looked out there and there's puddles. I love their outfits. Nelson. That's what they wear in the movie. Yeah. Oh, Melos and Bart, you mean? Yeah, they're uh, they're concert getups. Yeah, they really look like they're at a rock concert. Bleed and splish splash. That's great. I love how the stage is soaked. I don't know why the stage would be soaked, even if it were a you know a hockey arena. But it's still a great great joke. And this is Break Like a Wind, I believe the song that they were. The captioners didn't even bother to caption this. No. And <laughs> <laughs> the guy who gets exploded. Yeah, oh man, I forgot about that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he literally doesn't even go into the concert or anything. He's no, just he sitting in the parking lot. His... Damn. I forgot about the explosion guy. It was the pyro. That is just amazing. It only has one arm, just gets exploded. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this morning, we were driving down Route 401. I always like uh, how they said Route 401 because I lived off the 401 highway, so I always thought that was kind of like a connection to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how but yeah, bands the, do that all the time. 
It's like, yeah. where are we? Right, this place. That's good animation. I love how he's just still playing the drums. <laughs> I do like how Derek has the, like, that is a, like, it's a joke that bands go around. But I was at a concert one time where they actually did say the wrong city in Toronto. And they said, that'll, that'll piss people off. It did. You got booed. People think there are only five members of Spinal Tap, but... I like how there's just more water as the show goes along. That is uh, Electrical Hazard. That was the yeah. cue to turn up the house lights so we can tell the audience they're the sixth member of the freaking group. We are trying to put a tiny thrill into their grey little lives. <laughs> Go, forget it. Turn on the lasers. Yeah, my vision. That's it. Good night, Springton. There will be no encores. I love the Springden. They were only up for 20 minutes. What a jib. <laughs> now here's uh, Simpsons predicting Woodstock 99. Okay. Well, not really. But I just watched that documentary, so it's fresh in my head. Oh, really? I just watched that too last weekend. It was good, wasn't it? It was. Homer completely oblivious to the riot. Nice little touch. Singing the stupid Spanish flea song. My dad loves this part. Oh, the Spanish flea is great. Yeah. And you think that's it for Spinal Tap, but not. They're still able to work them in. Yeah. Of course, it would be wrong to suggest that this sort of mayhem began with rock and roll. After all, there were riots at the premiere. Woodstock would have been fine if it was two days. So, what's yeah. the answer? Ban all music? In this reporter's opinion, the answer, sadly, is yes. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what, how news <laughs> covers the news, yeah. Yep. Something bad happened? We need to ban anything that person was indulging in. Is Milhouse okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Help. Help. <laughs> that poor guy just buried under the pile of shares. Oh man, what an act. That might be the best overall act of the season so far. That was unbelievably good. interested in being a musician, maybe we should buy him a guitar. Well, that's a waste of money. We already have a guitar. I meant a real guitar. This is real. He's got a point. He can hit it against his head. Yeah, against his head to prove that it's a real thing. Oh boy, we spent a lot of money, so you'd better get real good real faster. Pow! Homer! Hey, I thought I was supposed to encourage him. Eh, your kid's gonna want to try stuff every once in a while, and they're just not gonna be good at it. They won't. They'll lose interest and want to try something else. Yep. Yes, yes, now we get, uh... Yeah, fat scrummager Bart when he's a, he's a deadbeat. That's a great close-up. He takes pride in it always. Yeah, when the close-up when he's upside down and his like, guts hanging out and stuff, just haggard, beautiful. Guitar is hard, man. I can play the drums like crazy, but I, I can... I just, I don't get guitar. I can't do it. I could only play medium on Guitar Hero. 
think I got up to hard. That's about it. Very nice. This is the first time we see auto, despite it being called the auto show. Look at auto using his fingers, not even using a pick. Yeah, and he's got bass coming out of his body. Or amp, rather, coming out of his body. Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Where the how is it electrified? <laughs> Oops, somebody got fired for that blunder. Play Freebird. Nice little rock cliche. Love me some Guns N' Roses. Is Martin just wearing weird shoes or was that supposed to be socks and sandals? I think socks and sandals because that's always been a party file. Tire yeah. Tires are on fire since the last the time they were on tire. Yep. And the spinal tap's dead. <laughs> uh, nice way to rework them back in. Why are the police having a picnic at like 9 in the morning? <laughs> they all can't remember. Gosh. And everyone goes to a payphone. Look at that. Wait, what do you mean no one was hurt? Let's see your license, pal. Spinal Tap's dead. Oh, I guess they don't count. They're British. Sorry, Britons. Americans don't consider you real. Oh, that might have been my favorite line as a kid when Otto has the uh, wrong underpants on. Who's going to drive the bus? I drove an all-terrain vehicle in Da Nang. I think I can handle it. Where's Otto? Otto. That's one palindrome he won't Man, Skinner really keeps the school running, eh? I'll take any job. Like how he refers to Auto 2 as a palindrome. Like, it's true, but why would you ever call somebody that? Nice little guy. There's an opening. Nope. Too late. Nope. Nope. Man, you're driving a bus, you just go right in there. You just get right into yeah. traffic. Well, although uh, the flow of traffic is if you... You shouldn't be driving in the far right lane near a merge. You should be driving the middle or, to the, or the fast lane to let people easily come on, unless it's like bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. Someone at your window. My name's Patty. I'll be testing you. When you do good, I use the green pen. When you do bad, I use the red pen. Any questions? Yeah, one. Have you always been a chick? I mean, I, you know, I don't want to offend you, but you were born a man, weren't you? You can tell me. <laughs> Damn. Can't make that joke nowadays. Why would that be the first question you ever ask? Why would you ever ask somebody that? Oh, that's. It just goes to show how insensitive and like out there Otto is. So that's a great right. joke. Yeah. <laughs> and he so thinks knocking all the cones down is good too. Failed every segment and misspelled bus on your application. Dre. Let me in. Let me in. 
He's got a five o'clock shadow. Here's the line I was talking about earlier. Some clown chased my locks, padlocked the door, and put up an eviction notice. Yeah, that was me. You? Why? Because you haven't paid your rent. Can I at least get my stuff? All I found in there was a jar of mustard and a couple of old cycle magazines. Wow, I have mustard? <laughs> That's good. Oh, the chutney squishy, right. You can really taste the chutney. I love chutney though, but it would not be good in a squishy. Auto man? You're living in a dumpster? Oh man, I wish. Dumpster brand trash bins are top of the line. This is just a trash go waste disposal unit. Otto, why don't you come home? Poor Otto, can't even get a good dumpster. A garage. A garage. <laughs> Somebody up there likes me. <laughs> good groaning sound. It's crazy. It's not until the final act that like it. Yeah. We really get into kind of the main storyline. <laughs> You think he could have taught him guitar instead of just giving him a tambourine? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Mom, I thought you might forget our little conversation <laughs> this afternoon, so I took the precaution of recording it. What conversation? Mom, can Otto live in our garage for as long as he wants? He sure can. Marge, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says that when they hear themselves on tape. I don't understand this. Why can't you stay with your parents? Oh, the Admiral and I don't get along. Please let me stay here. And it's funny that his dad actually is an Admiral. He's able to work for my dad, and it's not going to work for you. Yeah, they flesh out his character a little bit. <laughs> that gets it. I, that's a really good line. I'm afraid about that. It, the bagging. It didn't work for my dad. It's not going to work for you. That you do unto me. But doesn't the Bible also say thou shalt not take moochers into thy hut? Please, Dad, if you let Otto stay, he'll tell Another nonsense Homer Bible reference that doesn't exist. All right, he can stay. But I get to treat him like garbage. Well, what's the catch? A can of corn costs 57 cents. I can sure go for a can of corn. Otto, you can't <laughs> just sit there watching TV all day. You know, you're right. I should do a little reading. Uh, you got any of those uh, Where's Waldo books? No. Hmm. How about anything written from the vampire's point of view? No. Well, how about anything where guys send in naked pictures of their chicks? Otto, I think you should get Vampire's them. point of view. I don't think I've ever read that. that was driving a bus. Now the man says I need Isn't that what the Twilight series is all about? They're all... Oh, technically, yeah. I guess so. It was a popular set of books. I want some peanuts. That's better. Hey, how come you never play your guitar anymore? I'll tell you the truth, Dad. I wasn't good at it right away, so I quit. I hope you're not mad. Dad, <laughs> Great parenting. Of course I'm not mad. If something's hard to do, then it's not worth doing. 
You just stick that guitar in the closet next to your shortwave radio, your karate outfit, and your unicycle, and we'll go inside and watch TV. What's on? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> that was a great line. No fooling. Hey, poppin' fresh. <laughs> You're supposed to get me. <laughs> that guy has <laughs> gotta go. I know how you feel, but he is good with the kids. <laughs> no, literally gold. Love it. Between the floors. I love when they do those. To find her, she swerved off the road into the woods and lost the other car. How Otto's reading by candlelight, like it's 1830. No, he's not reading. He's just telling the story. He was trying to warn her about the ex melee maniac hiding in her backseat. Did the maniac kill her? Nat, and you know how I know? <laughs> That's it. He's out of here. But Homer, we're the only family he's got. They don't even get up when Lisa screams. She's like, ah, oh, something bad. Yeah, it's true. You think as a parent you'd rush. Listen, you drain clogging, last cookie eating, collect call getting sponge. I want you out of my house. Heavy. What are you going to do, Otto? Oh, don't worry. There's plenty of money out there for a guy who knows how to fake his own death. Well, before Solid you do plan. that, maybe you should take the driving test again. Oh, I can't pass that thing. I got a zero last time. This time I'm hungover. You can do it, Otto. You're <laughs> the coolest adult I ever met. Wow. I've never been called an adult before. I've been tried as one, but I'll do it. How old is Otto supposed to be? I'm going to say somewhere between 25 and 35. All right, because like Marge and Homer are both what, like thirty-three? Uh, late thirties at this point. He didn't call you a bum. He called you a sponge. At what point do they stop aging, though? <laughs> it's right around this time. But oh, that's good. He puts dents in the concrete. He called you a sponge. Well, if it isn't Wee Willie Washout, I want to take the test again. Why? So I can staple my license to Homer Simpson's big bald head. Really? Well, here's your written test. I'll get you started. B, C, D, A, B. <laughs> Homer had a piece of food in his face for three days. <laughs> it wasn't little either. It was a chicken wing. Oh, oh, wing. <laughs> Ooh, what was that? Uh, it doesn't matter. Let's get some margaritas. I'm buying. <laughs> See, kids, it just goes to show. It's not how good you are at something. It's who you know. It really is who you know. Great send off. Runs through the stop sign. I never really. Yeah. Bus driver man. Wait, if Otto's picking hmm. them up at school and taking them home, who got them to school? Skinner, I guess. I guess Skinner. Yeah. yeah. And I love how Skinner's just watching that for some reason and proud i guess even though he just watched auto run a stop sign but i guess that's uh <laughs> that's okay because he doesn't have to do it anymore so i guess he's yeah. just relieved he doesn't have to do it anymore yeah this that that episode really has two halves the spinal tap concert and bart wanted to be a rock star and auto losing his license and eventually getting it back because of patty and selma's hatred for homer 
even though they are split into halves, I really enjoyed that one. So many, a lot of very fast pace. There weren't any very long back and forth conversations. Like the episode just kept going on to the next thing, probably because they had a lot to pack in. And it worked. Uh, there were a lot of really good moments where I was laughing uh, audibly out loud. I still enjoy this one to this day. I think that my 9.4 is actually low. I'm going to give it a 9.6. Um, it's, it's that good, I, I think. I love the way that they work Spinal Tap into the episode, not just in the first act. You think they're done, but the fact that they get run off the road and explode because of Otto, uh, also a great little tidbit there. I, I really think this is a very well-done episode. We get a Bart Hobo Dream montage and just so many wonderful one-liners and, and, and quick gags that it really did seem like they didn't have enough time to jam-pack all of it into the episode, which is why it felt so... Uh, so fast. So I think I'm going to go with a 9.6. You started with a 7.8. What do you got to end? I think this is going to be our biggest discrepancy ever. Really? Uh, so I like the episode. I don't hate it or anything like that, but I'm just going to bump mine up to a 7.9. It's not even an A minus. For me, no. And why is that? Uh, I liked the gags and everything. It's just like, for me, the whole first half, uh, was all about Spinal Tap and I'm not a fan of Spinal Tap just because I haven't really involved myself with that. Uh, so to me, like all the jokes and the visual gags and stuff like that weren't hitting. Uh, I think the way, the way they would have had I been a fan of Spinal Tap. Uh, but the second half, the later half of the episode, I, I feel like it, you know, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So I can't give it like a nine if I wasn't really like in it at the, through the first half of the episode. Yeah, this is one of our biggest uh, discrepancies ever. A whole 1.7 score between... I, I'm going with essentially an A, almost almost basically an A+. Plus. It is an A+, plus for me, and you're giving it a B+. Plus. And I think that... I guess that's fair. I, a lot of the rock and roll cliches that not even are Spinal Tap references, they're just references in general. Even like Bart's dream sequence when... You know, Milhouse goes the whole thing about he spit the music and then Bart is, you know, fat and haggard and looks like he's just passed out in a room that he destroyed. Could be cooked on some sort of drug or he's drunk or something like that. It's just a, I love all the rock and roll cliches in this one. So and I and being a big rock heavy metal fan, um, I think it, it probably speaks to me even more in that sense uh, than it would for you, even if you weren't into Spinal Tap, if it were just the, like some other band. In right. Metal. Yeah. I'm not really into metal at all or anything like that. Um, no. And the way I consume music is I don't really pay attention to bands per se. I'm just like, I like singular songs. Whereas I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm heavy into bands, especially that have really interesting histories behind them, like Metallica and Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin and Ghost. Uh, so the fact that Spinal Tap also has a funny history that isn't even real. Same with Ghost. I, uh, I I very much enjoy that. So I think there's some heavy bias influencing me here. And it, it, it did not only when I was growing up, but it's still doing so today uh, because, of, because of that. And that's why it gets such a high rating for me. So I think our ratings do make sense, even though they are so far apart. Now, your favorite gag, because there, there's a lot of gags to choose from here. There uh, is a lot of, a lot of gags. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know what? 
I did really like the Bart sequence. Uh, second place probably would have been the guy bl blowing himself up, the pyrotechnic. Um, <laughs> that was also really good. Um, but yeah, Bart, you know, hung over on, what is it, like a couch or something? Anyway, It was just a mattress. Yeah, a little mattress, yeah. Or maybe, yeah, just a used, really dirty looking mattress, him upside down, <laughs> his head's upside down. It's great. Uh, great visual gag. Um, yeah, that's my favorite. How about you? What was your favorite gag? What do I love almost as much as anything, Shane? When it uh, happens, and it happens multiple times. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, misdirection, yeah. No, no, not even just misdirection. Okay, sorry. I, I'm being a little vague here. But um, what do I love to see happen, even though it doesn't make any sense? Throughout the, and it happens multiple times throughout this show. Like, not, mm. not the auto show in general, but it happens twice here. But just the series I'm talking about. Gosh. The way you're speaking, it's like I should know right away. Yeah, I'm being, um, a, little bit, I'm being a little bit cryptic. I'll just say it. Random explosions that don't make oh, sense. Oh, so sure, sure. Yeah, the like the, the cereal, the bus. Yeah. Yeah. They, the, yeah. The pyro guy blowing himself up and then Otto running off, uh, spinal top off the road and their bus goes off the highway and explodes into a fiery wreck. I guess that makes sense, but I love me some explosions. I love the pyro guy. Like how they cut to him and that's their pyro. <laughs> some one-armed guy with an eye patch causing an explosion blowing himself. I love that they say that Otto was lucky you didn't hurt anyone. Meanwhile, he killed the band. <laughs> yeah, he, he, that is a pretty good one too. And they're just, it's, it's a complete oversight of the band. Uh, so lots of good stuff here. It hits more for me because of my love of just, I think the genre in general and all the, the, the classic rock um, things that it pokes fun at. Uh, like even I'm right now, as, as we record this, I'm reading a Led Zeppelin biography and some of the things that are talked about there are things that happen in this episode. So, uh, or, or tropes, I guess that happen in this episode. So it's kind of cool to see whenever something like that, something, something that I'm passionate about is shown on TV. So it's definitely, it hits home more, uh, for me, but what hits home for everybody without any sort of discussion is definitely plug time. So Shane, take it away. Hey everyone, follow us on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE. Uh, definitely head over there right now to finish that poll that Nick has up so you can break a, break that tie. And uh, yeah, stay involved with us by, you know, continuing to follow and interact with us uh, on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE. Uh, some people have been saying that we should do like an Instagram, but I don't know. Uh, Twitter is like fine, isn't it? People just post the same thing to like both platforms, right? So what's yeah, pretty point? much. It's like, it's like, yeah. Twitter's probably fine. Anyways, yeah. uh, whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you could please follow us and rate us on that platform, that's just a quick, easy way for you to help us out. And if you feel like going that extra mile, you can donate a little bit of money to the podcast. There's a link in the description called buy me a coffee. You can donate whatever amount of money you feel comfortable with. And Nick and I will uh, buy tickets to a concert. What would you want to see? You know, I've always wanted to see, like, they're done. They they don't tour anymore, but I always wanted to see Daft Punk. Oh, okay. You, you, you'd go see them, do a little ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, and just get strung out and wind up a couple of towns over at five in the morning the next day. Okay, I see. <laughs> I would, I, again, they don't tour anymore. I wish I could no, have seen don't. Led Zeppelin. Uh, no, not not Daft Punk, but Led, Led Zeppelin. I would have loved oh, sure, to see yeah. Led, Led Zeppelin, sure. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, yeah, I guess maybe we should, we'll think of a realistic one by the time the buy me a coffee money becomes uh, feasible enough to 
afford Ticketmaster's 400% surcharge. So uh, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll try just to, to process those digital tickets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, let's let's just sewer them for a second. So, yeah, get out of here, Ticketmaster. You have no business. Uh, coming up next, we have Bart's friend falls in love. One of my least favorite episodes of the season, and I'll explain why uh, when we get there. There's some good moments in it, but overall, not one of my favorites for a couple of reasons. Um, but Shane, to play us out, uh, I want you to. So when you hear, I want you to give me a clip that when you hear the term heavy metal, not being a fan of, of whatnot, what's the first thing that your mind goes to when, when, when somebody says the genre of heavy metal, give me a clip to kind of cement your um, first thing that comes into your mind when you hear that term. All right. So let's see what Shane comes up with uh, what sort of heavy metal band, or maybe it's not a band. Maybe it's uh, something making fun of a band. We'll see what he comes up with. And we will see you later for Bart's friend falls in love. Thanks as always for listening. Catch you next time. After spending a lifetime on tours, he can build any stage, tune any guitar, and fix anything. He is a roadie. And by the grace of the metal gods, he wields the power of rock. Eddie Riggs was the world's greatest roadie, but when he is drawn back into an ancient age of rock, he will discover an empire on the verge of destruction. And as the battle for survival rages... Oh, man. Don't tell me I've been slaying hot girls this whole time. Only the power of rock can stop annihilation. Hell yeah! I mean... Hold on a second. What do you do with a bunch of kids who don't know how to do anything but bang their heads all day long? You start a revolution, Lars. What is that sound? It's a devil screaming. It's an angel singing. It's awesome. It's called Heavy Metal.